Hey guys, welcome back to Our Daily Bread, the podcast that lifts up when the world weighs us down. Uh, I'm your host, Avery Smith. Um, Really excited to have you guys back um, listening to this new episode. Um, Once again, my purpose in doing this is just to put some positive content out there, some positive audio content, just because I love listening to audiobooks and to podcasts, and I'll even like listen to YouTube videos without watching the videos. But I just feel like there's so many negative things in the world right now that it's really like almost depressing to try to find anything uplifting because it's all about, oh, it's all about all these really sad topics. It's about death and it's about murder and it's about sexual assault and uh, political rife and all that, I don't want to say boring things, but all those negative things. So I'm just trying to put out some audio content that is uplifting, that we can listen to and feel good. Um, that will bring us closer to our Heavenly Father. That's really my goals. Is, and, and to make it short. Short, every day, every week, listen, come closer to Heavenly Father. That's, that's my goal. Um, so anyways, today I'm going to start, we're going to be in First Nephi chapter 5. One, one quick verse there. But I actually want to start by uh, telling a personal story, if you guys don't mind. Um, let's see, five and a half years ago, April 2013, I was a senior in high school at Alta High in Sandy, Utah. Um, six months prior to this, in October General Conference, President Monson had just announced that the age change for missionaries uh, would be changed from, you had to be, geez, how old did you have to be? 19, and then they were going to change it to 18. Um, so I, that means I could have... I could leave directly out of high school, which is a total um, new thought to me, and I decided that's what I, I wanted to do. I wanted to go serve uh, the Lord for two years right after high school um, when I was 18 years old. Um, in high school and I guess in middle school, I had taken a total of five years of Spanish and one, years of, one year of Chinese. So I felt pretty decent on my chances of going Spanish-speaking or, or Chinese-speaking. Um, when my mission call arrived that uh, day in, in April, I was super excited. Uh, I had all my friends over to my house, and I opened my mission call, which said, Dear Elder Smith, you are hereby called to serve as a missionary for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. You are assigned to labor in the Sweden-Stockholm mission. I remember how excited I was. I remember how stoked I was. I remember thinking, man, is Stockholm in Sweden? I was like, where is Sweden? Um, I had never really thought about the country very much, as probably none of you guys have ever thought about. Um, But uh, I was kind of bummed because I had learned Spanish and Chinese. Um, I I wasn't going to use those languages because I was called to serve Swedish-speaking. So I was kind of bummed about that. I was also kind of bummed that a lot of people don't know this, but right before I opened my call, I went downstairs to my room and I prayed and I said, Heavenly Father, I'll go anywhere you want me to go. I'm so excited to be able to serve you and serve your children. Um, But please, oh, please, oh, please don't make it dark and cold. (laughs) And I got sent to North Scandinavia. (laughs) Um, And so that maybe shows that the Lord has a sense of humor and that's maybe a a different... um, different topic for for another day, but I was kind of bummed. I was going somewhere dark and cold, and I was speaking a language I didn't know how to speak. That would be my fourth language I've tried to learn. Um, so I was really confused about why I got called to Sweden. Um, one thing they ask you when you put in your mission papers is, uh, 
where do you have ancestry? Where are your ancestors from? And so I remember filling out my mission papers and I asked my mom. I said, Mom, where are our ancestors from? I had no idea. I, I was, I guess, 17. And I had never cared or I had never really thought about it that much, to be honest. And she told me that we had one line of Italian, a lot of, like, British, Welch um, lines, and uh, a Danish line. Um, so I knew that at this point when I got my mission call. But I still didn't know why I got called to Sweden. Um, later that night, I actually talked to my grandma, Wilson, um, about going to Sweden, and she mentioned that we had some Swedish ancestors. And I had no idea. Um, so about a month before I left, I don't know why it took so long, um, my grandma showed me uh, an ancestor. Her name is Sophia Fredrikson Stromberg. <laughs> or back when I, I was in high school, it was Sophia Fredrikson Stromberg. Um, and it really changed my life, in all honesty. Um, she showed me um, some pages about Sophia and our family history book. Um, I read about Sophia's conversion story and it touched my heart. Um, a little bit about Sophia. She, uh, she lived in the middle of Sweden um, in the 1800s, from about mid-1840s to the early 1900s. And she had a really sad childhood. Um, her, when she was about 12 years old, her um, mom died. And about a year later, her dad died. So here she is, the second of maybe about four or five kids. And she is 13 years old. And she, her and her family are orphans. Uh, her older brother started working when he was 16 and became the uh, biggest provider for the family. Sophia started going to work at age 13. And I can't imagine how sad that must have been for them um, to be orphans that young. Um, I can't imagine, you know, living my life without my parents that young and having to work and not go to school and not have fun. And I just had to go to work to take care of my younger siblings. I can't imagine the load that Sophia felt on her shoulders. Um, about a year after uh, her dad died, uh, within the year, um, a knock came on the door, and it was the missionaries from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, um, and they told her about the joy of uh, families that can be together forever, that there is life after this, and that Sophia would be able to be reunited with her parents and be able to see them again and um, live with them after this life. And I can't imagine the joy that came from, from that moment. Um, serving as a missionary... In Sweden was quite hard. The country is very well financially and the country is super agnostic, atheist, and super secular. I had days where I knocked on hundreds of doors where no one would listen. Um, no one would want to hear about the, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, and that was super depressing because I knew the joy that I have felt from the, the gospel and from the, the plan that Heavenly Father has prepared for us has given me much joy. Um, occasionally I wanted to give up but then I would always think of Sophia. I would think of um, her and her siblings as orphans and how they really needed the joy of the, the gospel of Jesus Christ, that Christ came to this earth and he died for us because he loves us and Heavenly Father has a plan for each one of us. I asked myself, where would I be if those elders would have given up? Where would Sophia have been? 
How would she feel? Thinking of Sevilla motivated me to knock more and to never give up. Um, as I read more about her and her life on FamilySearch.org, um, I came more familiar with her story. On April 2nd, 1862, they left their home in Sweden to come to Utah. They would arrive here on October 1st later that year. So they left Sweden April 2nd, came to Utah October 1st later that year. When I read that, it brought tears to my eyes because guess what? I received my mission call on April 2nd, 2013, and arrived in Sweden on October 1st later that year. As they were leaving Sweden, I had, my heart had left to Sweden from the U.S. I had, I had already checked out of school and everything. I was so excited to serve my mission. And when I physically arrived in Sweden, that was the same day they had physically arrived in, in Utah. Um, I served in seven different cities while on my mission, two in the south, Malmo and Kronstadt, and two in, in Jakobsberg, Jakobsberg, or sorry, two in Stockholm, Jakobsberg, and Gubingen, two, and two in the north, Umeå and Ernhudsvik. Um, it turns out that one of the random places I served was called Eskilstuna, it, which is about a two-hour drive from where Sofia probably grew up. So um, it was a real testimony builder to me. Um, and that's, that's, sorry, to get back to uh, the scriptures, that's what our verse is about today. In First Nephi chapter 5, verse 16, it says, And thus my father Lehi did discover the genealogy of his fathers. Um, so Nephi has successfully brought back the, the plates, the, the ancestry plates, um, back to his dad, and uh, they're able to read about their ancestors. And I just want to tell you guys how reading about my ancestor Sophia really changed my life. Um, it showed me that God loved me. He had a plan for me in sending me to Sweden. It showed me that um, I can do hard things because Sophia did hard things. She had such a hard life being an orphan and moving across the world when she was so young. Um, but I'm so proud of her and I hope she's proud of, proud of me. Um, I've also received a lot from just hearing my my parents stories about when they were first married or when they were in high school and, and all the different things they did that's brought me a lot of joy so I really want to challenge you guys to to discover the genealogy of your fathers you know ask your mom and dad how they met ask what they did in high school um, go to familysearch.org and read about your ancestors um, write a memory about your parents um, in familysearch.org ask them how it was growing up as a kid and what it was like to be a parent what it was like to be your parent and Write about it at FamilySearch.org and put it as a memory. I've had a lot of comments from, I've had, let's see, five comments. I wrote, I wrote this uh, story about Sophia and serving my mission, and I put it as a memory on FamilySearch.org. And I've had uh, five comments from random people I don't know, but I guess are my, my cousins. Um, some saying about how they didn't know about Sophia until they read this. One was talking about how uh, she needed to find someone to... Um, represent as a pioneer for Trek, and she would be going as Sophia now, and she was excited to learn more about her. And um, Put something on FamilySearch.org that people can read, that your kids can read one day. Put a story about you, about uh, your prom or your homecoming or some funny story that happened to you in high school, um, because these will be valuable to your kids one day, and they'll be valuable to you one day. Discover your, your ancestors. It has a lot of power, and you'll see um, God's hand in your life more. 
So anyways, I went a little long today and I got a little personal with my, my story. I'm, I'm sorry about that. Um, but I really know that God loves us and he gave us uh, families for a reason. Um, and I love my family and it's been fun to learn more about them. And I know you will have more joy in your life and you'll have more faith as you learn about your family. So I challenge you guys to go out and do that. And that's it for today. So see you in the next episode.